inspiration from God that will carry on till the next day. Praise God. And I want to start this, uh, this evening by saying that giving God first place is an act of faith. We have here tempered faith. Now, we want to uh, explore our faith tonight. We want to kind of explore our faith to see where we're at in our faith. Now, Hebrews 11 and 11, 1 says, Faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So we're going to try to explore the faith, the now faith. I want to say the, the scripture says now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. But I want to change it up a little bit and call it now faith. A now faith. You know, there's a now and there's a after and there's a before. But I want to, Brother Robert, call it now faith. I want to target in on your now faith. Where's your now faith at right now? Praise God. So let's just uh, open up with, with Hebrews. And we're going to do it a little different. I'm going to exercise you tonight in a way that I believe that it, it's good for the soul. It's good for your mind. It's good for your spirit. When you get it, raise your hands. When you get it 11, Hebrews 11, praise God. And just because he's found it, we're going to do something a little different, if that's okay with you. I'm going to let you read some scripture. How's that? Brother Robert? Read from 1 to 3. Yes, sir. Now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the world was framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Let's kind of focus on that. It says, through faith we understand that the words we're framed by the what? The word, of God. the word of God. Can you imagine that? He spoke it into existence. He didn't have to get the nails and the hammer and the square and none of that, but we're serving a big God that he spoke you into existence. He spoke me into existence just like he spoke you, and we were preordained, predestinated before the foundation of this world. Can you imagine? I can't, I can't sometimes phantom and wrap my mind around how big God is. We're serving a big God. A big God. Someone told me, said, why you get so excited? Why are you this? Why are you that? I said, brother, if you knew what God has done for me, you'd get excited too. Praise God. He said, well, why? why? Why this and why that? I said, well, my God is not dead. I don't know about your God, but my God is not dead. 
I said, when I feel him, my feet got to move. When I feel him, my hands got to move. I said, if, uh, and I said, if God is dead, who is this uh, living in my soul today? Praise God. God, when God moves and you let him have his way, with the spirit of the Lord, there is liberty. There's liberty. And I take my liberty by my faith. I take my liberty by my faith. Praise God. I receive my healing by my Praise God. When you're down and low and you're weary, how are you going to feel better by your faith? Praise God. Hallelujah. When you're sick and you're down and discouraged and you need a healing, you need a healing, and you get folks to pray for you, Praise God. James said, if there's any uh, among you that is married, let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray the prayer of faith. And something happens after that. What's it say? What happens after that? He said, you shall be healed. If you marry, you're going to send songs. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna sing unto the Lord. You're going to worship God. You're going to praise him. But... When you come to that point and you find yourself sick, praise God, I know the doctors are good, but God's got the last say-so. God's got the last word, praise God. How many can say amen? God has got the last word, praise God. I'll tell you what, I feel like testifying tonight, praise God, but because of where he brought me from, I could spend all night and tell you all the things God has done for me, and the only reason... I'm standing here before you because the mercies of God. The mercies of God. Praise God. The mercies of God. Hallelujah. Through faith we understand that the words were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made things, things which do appear. Now, you see a tree, you see a mountain, and it says, and everything on this side of the planet, on the planet, they wouldn't reproduce like we call reproduction today, evolution or whatever you want to call it. But God spoke everything into existence first. First. God spoke it into existence first. Which, which came first, the chicken or the egg? It had to be been the chicken because God created the chicken. You say, that's a trick question. No, it's not. <laughs> Praise God. Well, if we go to Genesis 1, right quick, we're going to go through some, some scripture here. We'll probably do it a little speedily. Praise God. Genesis 1, we should all be there because that's the first chapter of the Bible and that's the first book of the Bible, right? So we should be right there on time. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. The what? Moved across the face of the waters. The Spirit of God moved across the face of the waters. Praise God. So he created from day one down to the sixth and seventh day, God created this earth, praise God, and in that, he created you. In that process, he created you and me, praise God. 
and God spoke it to existence, spoke the world into existence, and it was the Spirit of God, praise God, that did it. Praise God. Now we go to Ephesians 1, 3 to 4. Anybody find it first? Raise your hands. Brother Roberts on time. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay, Brother Roberts, let's read from Ephesians 1, 3 to 4. According as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. I just wanted to back up that scripture to show you in the word of God. According as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. That was just the beginning of time where God chose you as somebody special. Somebody that was going to be a peculiar people our raw priesthood, when God has chosen us, and we have something to thank God about because we are that chosen people. But with, with as being a chosen people, he did not leave us unequipped, but God equipped us with what? God equipped us with faith. You know, when God does something, he does it right. He don't have step like we do, Right? When God created us, he instilled in us, and he gave us all the tools to be the people he wanted us to be. And that was a believing people. Faith is a substance of things hoped for. Faith, and merely put it in mere, in mere words, faith is believing. Faith is a substance. Substance is just an a, a undergirt, a, 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 a power a support that undergirds faith, your belief in God. Hallelujah. The same word of God spoke you and I into existence before the world began. And faith, you hear that little thing about uh, you buy um, a toy and it says batteries not included. Well, when God created you, there was something very, very essential and very important that you needed to operate in this world today, especially this corrupted and wicked generation that we live in. We needed something to touch God with. We needed something to get a hold of God with, come on to communicate with God, to access from God, and that was faith. Praise God. How many still with me? We're going we're to be doing this tonight. But we're going to try to get to the, uh, like the brother Kenny says, Pastor Kenny says, you know, he wants to take all the meat off the bone. I, I, I notice he leaves a lot of meat on the bones, but he does it for a reason. Yeah, he don't just leave that, you know, when I got a little uh, grandbaby, well, he's not little anymore, he's in college. But uh, 
when he was little, he had this little, this thing about he'd go around the, the table and uh, mama would give him something to drink and he'd leave his drink on the table. He'd, go, he'd run off and go play, this and that. He'd come back and drink a little bit more and set it back on the table. As time went on, as he grew up, he went around and if you had your drink on the table, he would sip on your drink. It didn't matter to him as long as it was something to drink. He'd drink it, whether it was his or not. Praise God. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> I want to give you some a coalition of scriptures here that to, to, bring, to bring the point out, to bring it out that um, tonight we're trying to get, trying to, Expound on the word faith and where our faith is tonight. Where is our faith tonight? Praise God. You ask you, I want you to ask yourself a faith. I'm going to say some things that might boggle you a little bit, but sometimes God has a way of bringing things out in certain ways by certain people. How many can believe that? Well, right now, we're, build, we're working on a building tonight, a building of faith. We're working on a building, and that building is of faith. Praise God. Just hanging in with me. Praise God. 2 Corinthians 4 and 18. 2 Corinthians 4 and 18. If anybody wants a shot at it, want to read, wants to read it, just raise your hand. I'd be glad to. Praise God. We're exercising our faith tonight. We're actually exercising our faith. We're speaking faith. We're speaking the word of God. We're going to speak it into existence tonight by the word of God. Not by our word, but by his word. We're going to speak it into existence. If there's something in you tonight that's troubling you, or you have a burden, you're burdened down, and there's something in your life, no one's got to know what it is. But we know that we all have issues in our lives, and sometimes we need to get to the matter of it. We need to get down to it. Praise God. Right now, praise God, in Corinthians, what did I say, 2 Corinthians? 4 and 18. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are not temporal. Which the things that are seen are temporal, but the things which are not are eternal. Now we're talking about this word faith, our faith. Praise God. We serve God by faith. Praise God. <clears throat> and this faith, we need to keep it alive. We need to keep it alive, folks. Praise God. We need to stir up our most holy faith. You know, sometimes you got to stir it up, and sometimes we don't feel a thing. You come to church and you don't feel a thing. Sometimes you don't feel like lifting your hands and praising God. Sometimes you don't feel like saying amen. Sometimes you don't feel like saying hallelujah, giving praise to God. But we got to stir up 
this most holy faith in you, St. Jude. <clears throat> Let's just kind of touch up on it again. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. And who is that today? We look at the things which are seen. Today we look, we're, we're moral beings. We look at things. We have this thing about us that's instilled in us, and we judge by the outer person. We judge by the outer person. We judge things as we see them. We, we see colors, and we judge things by color. We judge things by sizes. Am I telling you the truth? Praise God. But God is not that way. He has no respect to person. I don't care if you're small or big or great or poor. Praise God. God has no respect to person today. All he's looking for is your faith. All he's looking for is your faith. Your faith. Praise God. Faith to move mountains tonight. Praise God. If there's anything, a mountain in your life, it can be removed tonight. We can remove it, but it's by stirring up our faith. If your faith is not stirred up tonight, we can stir that faith by the word of God. Hallelujah. But there's a, there's a process in stirring this faith, praise God, because, like I said, I was going to uh, <clears throat> tell you something about a faith. If I can find it here. We're talking about a true faith. Let, let, me, let me say something tonight. There's false faith. There's professional faith. Have you heard that about a professional faith? Anybody has heard of a professional faith? False faith, you heard of it. There's a procrastinating faith. There's a weak faith. There's a lot of faiths, just like there's a lot of, a lot in the world today. There's a lot of, a lot of religions in the world today. And a lot of people would say, go as far as to say there's a lot of truths in the world today because today they're saying that uh, the truth is a lie and a lie is the truth. Right? But if you're operating in the faith, you can't. Expect something to happen or come to pass by by uh, looking at something that is false because your faith automatically is going to, because it's been stirred up, you're not going to be deceived, but if your faith is not stirred up, you will be deceived. You will be deceived. You know, one way to, to, to anchor your, your faith in, in your walk with Jesus is pray in the Spirit. Romans 8, 26, 27, pray in the Spirit. We don't know what to pray for. Is that right? Sometimes I find myself speechless. Sometimes I feel myself running up against that wall, and I can't make ends meet 
I, don't, I can't tell one from the other, but I know, praise God, that if I continually exercise my faith, something's going to happen, especially a stirred-up faith. Now, if my faith is stale and dormant and I have not been exercising my faith, I can't expect God to move God. You won't move God. But if your faith is active, you will move God. I need some water up here. Would you give me some water? About the, about the. Somebody turn over to Romans 8, 28, 26, 27. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought to, but the Spirit itself maketh it intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. But the, but the Lord is waiting on your faith. The God's going to do it. He's always going to do it, wants to do it, and that is, that is his plan. That is his blessings for you. But the thing is that we're going to have to exercise our faith he says, likewise, the Spirit helpeth, thank you, brother, helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought to, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us. And the Spirit of the Lord, Spirit makes intercession when your faith is released. When your faith is released, your faith is released, then the spirit of intercession comes, comes on the scene. He comes to heal that body, to deliver that, whatever it might be. You might be bound by something. God will deliver it. He'll break the yoke. He'll break the chains, the fetters. He'll remove that. But God is waiting on us to intercede with our faith. God's going to intercede with his spirit. Come on. But God's, but we're going to have to intercede and talk to God in faith. The Bible says if it's not faith, it's sin. That's a harsh word. If it's not faith, it's sin. Oh, excuse me, I'm going to have to. Don't get quiet on me, please. Praise God. Somebody say praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. <clears throat> and I want you to get this into your spirit tonight. <clears throat> we know we need help. We need help every time we turn around. And, and, and maybe some of you are more fortunate than others, but we do need help from God. We do need help from God. And whether if it's our, our infirmities, whether it's a mental thing, whether it's an anxiety, whether it's uh, the bills are due tomorrow and the mortgage is due and you are looking and, and, you, and, you, and you're stressing yourself out, you need help. Amen. I know none of y'all do that. 
None of y'all do that. Y'all don't get stressed out with none of that. Praise God. Thank God for that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. But we pray in the Spirit. Pray in the Spirit. When you pray in the Spirit, you're, you're uh, upholding your most holy faith. You're building on a building. You're building on a Holy Ghost building. You're building on a foundation. Praise God. Oh, Abraham was looking for, praise God, that foundation, which, which maker was God. Hallelujah. He was looking for something that was, was stable. Praise God. And God called him out of the country. God called him out of his nation. Praise God. He was leaving him, living among the heathen. His father was one. Praise God. And they were worshiping idols. But it come a time that Abraham believed God. And when Abraham believed God, it was counted unto him for righteousness. Praise God. When you have faith in God, God is going to honor that faith into righteousness. Praise God. Your healing's going to come. Come on. Your deliverance is going to come. Praise God. He's going to set you free of whatever you need set free from. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Fully trust in the Lord. Somebody turn over to Jude 21. One and twenty-one. You can't go no further. That's it. That's it. Keep yourselves in the love of God. I'll tell you what. Let's go down to um, twenty. But ye beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Building up yourselves. On your most holy faith, I tell you what, this word faith, this believing in God, trusting God, having confidence in God that he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him, and that is God. Come on. That is God. Praise God. On your most holy faith, we have something to work with here tonight. Praise God. All we got to do is like dust it off. Uh, some of our faith been on the shelves for too long. We want to dust that faith off and come on and bring it and bring it to God. I said, God, here is my faith. God, I believe in you. I got confidence in you. I've got trust in you. And Lord, I'm exercising my faith. I'm asking God. He said, try me. The Lord said, try me. See if I won't do it for you. Try me. I'm, I'm you know, nothing's too big for God tonight. There's nothing too big for God. Sometimes we limit God tonight by our faith. We limit God by our faith. Can you imagine if the whole church, the whole churches in town around this nation, if they would exercise their faith and, and put it forward to God, we wouldn't have no problems like we got today. We wouldn't, we wouldn't have a lot of these destructive uh, things that happen to people every day. We were rid of some of this sickness and some of this illness and some of these diseases. God said, David said, uh, the psalmist said, blessed be the Lord. Hmm? Bless the Lord, all my soul and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. Brother, that faith was being exercised, praise God. He was telling, he had enough faith to, to speak to his soul and say, soul, 
come alive. So I'm talking to you. Talk to the Lord. Have a good talk with God. He said, bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord who forgiveth all our iniquities. Come on. A lot of people walking around today with condemnation, condemnation upon their lives, and they're still carrying the past around with them every day. Not knowing in God said he would forgive you of your iniquities and heal you of all your diseases. Sometimes we limit God but because of lack of we, we, we limit God. We tie God's hands together. And the only way you can access God is through faith. Right? That's the only way you can access God is by faith. God will provide for you by faith. God is a provider. He's a healer. Come on. He's your high tower. My God, he's a lily of the valley. Rosa Sharon. Praise God. And many, 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 many more. Praise God. And thank God that God included the faith in us when he created us. Or we would be helpless. We couldn't reach out to God. We couldn't pray to God. We couldn't believe that he is the author of the Huh? The altar and the finisher of our faith. We couldn't believe that he was. But by faith, because we believe in someone that is not, what? We, said, we, we spoke about it earlier, that we spoke about temporal, and we spoke about sin and not sin. Same thing with God. We don't see God, but we live for God. We have faith in God. Why? Because something's stirring in us, that faith in us that God instilled in us, that faith is reaching out for God. But if the devil can come and quench your faith, if the devil can make you quit believing, he'll steal on your faith. Because faith is believing, believing is faith. And you don't want to let your faith be destroyed in any way, shape, or fashion. None whatsoever. Fully trust in the Lord. Romans 12 and 2. Did I say Romans 12 and 2? But there's a price to pay. There's a price to pay when it comes to praise God. You know, there's a, there's a saying, and you can see it for yourself, there's a glamour in the gospel today. They've turned it into Hollywood. They've turned it into an entertainment center, praise God, and they are enjoying the glamour of it. But when the word of God is preached and the truth is preached, praise God, and it comes forth as having faith in God and seeing mountains move 
uh, people being healed, delivered, set free, the lame walked, the eyes, the blind, the eyes restored, their sight restored unto them. And you see a move of the Holy Ghost. You see a move of God's anointing. You see a move of a faith wave, a faith wave that's going through the land today. Something's got to move. You move God. You move God. When you move God, when you have faith, when you have faith in God, you move God. God likes for you to call upon him. Let's just read that uh, one and two. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. That is our service to God. That we present ourselves. In order to have now faith, we have to present ourselves to God Come on, which is our reasonable service, right? That's what he said. That you present your bodies a living sacrifice. And then I said, what does that mean? That means that when you present your bodies to, to God as a living sacrifice, you're going to, like the Pastor King says, this altar here is to, what happens when you come? You, you die on this altar. It takes a sacrifice. It's a cost. You got to be able to pay the price. You got to be able to pay the price, not just for glamour. You don't have to pay the price for glamour. Anybody can be a, a good speech writer, uh, one that speaks eloquent. You can get those. A dime a dozen, and they come. But when you have people, praise God, that have don't have the real faith and have professional faith. Professional faith is somebody or something or someone, praise God. They can say all the right things to please all the right people. That's professional faith. You still with me? Professional faith is someone that can speak Elegant words, say all the right things to impress all the right people, and we're good. We're good. But there's a downside to that. There's a difference between true faith and false faith. Praise God. When it's all over and done with at the end of the day, that false faith is not going to hold up under the pressures of daily experiences. We experience things every day. Every day your experience might be different than mine and yours and, and from the other. But you're going to experience that. But are, is your faith going to hold up under pressure? Is it going to hold up under ridicule, persecution? Is your faith going to hold up under that? Think about it. I'm going to give you a little time to think about it, but I'll take a sip of water. First time, first time somebody gets persecuted, get talked about, they go, they go home, whine, they put your tail between the legs, and they go home, run into the house, and say, boo-hoo-hoo. I, I thought I was supposed to... Keep the devil away with my faith. 
You're not going to keep the devil away from the faith because the devil was put there for a reason to try you. Come on. <laughs> the devil is not going away. I can guarantee you that. He'll be around. I used to have a pastor say, you know what? <clears throat> he said uh, that somebody had told him, says, well, you know, pastor, I I'm always in, der in duress. I'm always worried. I'm always under pressure. The devil's always attacking me. If he ain't doing this, he's doing that. Praise God. He says, man, I don't have, I can't sleep at night sometimes because the devil's tormenting me. He's doing that. He's doing that. You know, the pastor turned around and told him, said, well, that's good, brother. That's good. That's a good sign he ain't got you. That's a, sign, a good sign that he ain't got you yet. Praise God. And so you, you think about it tonight. If the devil's after, if behind you, right on the back of your, your heels, I tell you what, you must be doing something good for God. You must be living for God. You must be having faith. Maybe your faith is stirred up. Maybe you're talking to the devil. Maybe you're resisting the devil, praise God. Maybe you're talking to him and say, look, you got no place for here. There's no, no vacancy here. It's filled up. This is filled up. There's no more vacancy for you. Uh, the, the thing that is filled up with is God. Is uh, I got God filled up in my soul, and there's no, no, no place for you, devil. Praise God. Hallelujah. And be not conformed to this world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Now, the will of God, that perfect will of God, might be, and it could be, and it should be, faith. That's something, faith, this, this powerful uh, five-letter word, faith, is powerful than you know. It's, but you got to exercise this faith. You got to speak to it. Just like God spoke us into existence, he spoke the, the, the heavens and the earth into existence, the, the face of the waters. His spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. He spake to it and something happened. When you have that faith, uh, the, if, the, if the worlds were created by faith, if he spoke them into existence, praise God, it was God. God spoke it into existence. Did he have to have faith? Think about it. Did God have to have faith? I don't think he spoke it by faith, but I think that faith was also passed on to us. That was one of his attributes. That was one of God's attributes. It's like he, we were created in his image, right? So does the DNA, his DNA in us, is it in us? Think about it. His DNA. We were created in his image. Praise God. So you're very well equipped with a faith, this word here, faith, that you, praise God, can please God. You can move mountains. You, praise God, can lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. You say, I give you power over all the power of the enemy. Of all. He didn't say some. He said all. But we're, what happens is that we drop the ball. 
we dropped the faith along the way and they say, well, let, let, uh, let Johnny pray for that person when you should be praying for that person. And I said, well, you know, I'm not quite in that place with God. Let Mary pray for that person. I think we all ought to be called to duty. When we're called to duty by the Spirit of God, when we're called to duty by the faith of God, by the Word of God, we can speak it into existence. We can, like I say, lay hands on the sick, anoint them with all in the name of the Lord, and pray the prayer of faith. And by faith, that person will be healed. But if we say, oh, no, this and that, and then somebody will say, well, it's not, it wasn't his time. It wasn't his time for him to get healed. Well, maybe it was. Well, maybe it wasn't. But you did what you had to do. You laid your hands on that sick person, and you prayed for him. Praise God. Proverbs 3 and 5. We're working tonight. See, we're working tonight. I know Brother Roberts got it. Right, Brother Roberts? Let, let, let's hear what Brother Roberts got to say. Let's see what the words got to say. Yes, sir. Read it again, brother. I like the way it sounds. Yes, sir. All right, we'll, we'll blast this microphone. We have to. Praise God. Sometimes we lean to our own understanding and say, well, we just don't feel like having faith today. Miss Sister Della have a little faith for me today. Let her carry the ball. I'm tired today. You know, sometimes it might be true, right? We get tired, and you know, we all get tired. Sometimes when the saints come dragging in, that means you're tired. Maybe had a bad day. But he said, if we trust in the Lord, with all thine heart, that means a lot. When you say all thine heart, when you trust with God with all thine heart, that is saying a lot, all thine heart. That's every fiber of your being. That's everything you've got to muster up, every belief, all the believing you can do, all the trusting you can do, Confining God, all you can do, having all the confidence that you can muster it out, it takes a lot. But that's where faith comes in. That's where faith comes in. Praise God. Let's read. Let's, let me read that. 
the first verse. My son, forget not my law, but let thy heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. So if he's going to give you long length of days and long life and peace shall add to thee, praise God, that means you're going to have faith forever. You're going to have faith to be exercised. It gives you long days, long life. That means you can exercise this faith till the day that you die. You don't have to limit your faith. You don't have to limit God. Praise God. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the table of thine heart. It means stay close. Stay tight. Keep it with you. Keep God with you. Always, I tell my children, I tell those around me, always retain God in your mind. Retain God in your mind. How do you retain God in your mind? You read the Psalms. You sing Psalms. You read the Word of God. You testify. You preach. You teach. You keep occupied. Stay busy in the Word of God. Hallelujah. Retain God in your mind. If you can retain God in your mind, God will give you that faith. You will find favor with God. That's one of my favorite things that I, when I was laying up in a hospital with cancer, lymphoma, and kidney cancer, God spoke to me and said, do not procrastinate. Do not procrastinate. I was feeling sick. I was feeling weak radiation and the whole bit and I was down and out lost 50 pounds and I couldn't stand to see myself in the mirror because I was skin and bone praise God but the spirit of the Lord said do not procrastinate like Paul said that he gloried in his infirmities I found my strength when I gloried in God in my infirmities, when I worshiped God, but it was by faith. It was a faith that was instilled in me. It was a faith that I heard. It was a faith that I was taught. And I told, and I told myself, I'll always put it to work. I'll always speak it. I'll always walk it. I'll always talk it. And when I do that, things happen. Things happen. Things happen, folks. Praise God. Hallelujah. So shall thou find favor. I like that word. So shall thou find favor. And I found favor with God. I found favor with God. And I tell you what, and my son was shot in the head, I found favor with God. When my son got shot in the head about 20-some years ago, praise God, he was laying up at uh, Medical Center in, in Alexander, Louisiana. I went to the chapel and by faith, I went and made a withdrawal from Heaven's Bank. I said, God, don't take him from me. God, don't take my son from me. And I said, and I withdrew the biggest withdrawal I ever made from Heaven's Bank. I said, God, don't take him from me. He's living today. He's got the, the, the lid, the bullet down in his ear and he's still alive. Well, big tall, big, healthy. Praise God. I had another one. Praise God. His guts were cut out. His guts came out. They cut him out. And God did not take him from me. I believe it was the faith. 
I believe is my faith in Christ Jesus. When I knelt down and gave my heart to God that one day, by faith, by faith, I prayed the prayer of faith, and God gave me favor. Like the scripture says here, so shall thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. And folks, I'm here to tell you, I have found that favor with God, and I'm sure you have found favor with God, and we can keep finding favor in God in all your situations, in all your problems, in all your troubles, but have faith in God. You don't have any troubles, have faith in God. Praise God. You know, I'm over here, and I'm not even keeping up the time. I think I've gone over. That's all right, right? Praise God. <laughs> I just want to say this in closing. This is just a statement here. In our Christian walk today, we have faced some degree of anxiety, and I believe I, I speak to all. I speak to myself, and I speak to all. We have faced some degree of anxiety from worries of yesterday and experiencing anxiety of today. But I hope in God, by our most holy faith, if we stir that faith of today, praise God, we're going to start building on a house of faith. Praise God. We pray in the Holy Ghost. We pray in his strength. When we pray in the Holy Ghost, we pray in his strength and his wisdom. That's what happens because you don't know what we, we don't know what we say. We don't know when that time comes and it's urgent and we got to pray. But when we pray in the Holy Ghost, we pray in the strength and the wisdom of God. He moves our hearts and directs our petition. Do you have a petition tonight? If you have a petition tonight, we want to pray for that petition. We want to pray for that, for that loved one. We want to pray for that mountain. We want to pray for whatever it is because God, he moves our heart and he directs our petitions. We give it to him, and I said, we don't worry about it. When we give our petitions to God, Bring forth all your petitions with thanksgiving and prayer, praise God. Be careful for nothing. A lot of times, say, well, maybe this petition God ain't going to answer. Well, right there and then, you, you tied God's hands. If your faith is not where it's supposed to be, and you bring your petition to God, and you doubt that, and your faith is not what it ought to be, you're going to tie God's hands and you're not going to see any results. I was saying here about George Muller. I don't know if you know him. He lived up in his late 90s. He was a, a man of God. And he writes this. And faith conquers. The beginning of anxiety is the end of faith. The beginning of true faith is the end of anxiety. 
And like I said earlier, and I'll finish, uh, I'll reread it again. There's, however, a difference between faith that is just mere professional and real faith. Paul's faith may go through all the motions and impress all the right people, but it will not hold up in the pressures of daily experience. Now, true faith, and I want, if, if you don't, if you didn't take anything in tonight, if you didn't take anything in tonight, not a word I said, I want you to let this sink into your spirit. True faith is anchored in the promises of God. It's anchored. And they will endure. They will last. They will endure through all your tomorrows. All through all your tomorrows. Tomorrow, God's in that tomorrow waiting on you. God's there. God's in the tomorrow. So, Remember, true faith is anchored in the promises of God. It takes a little while to get that into your spirit. That faith that you possess, that you speak, that's indwelling in your mortal body, that faith is anchored in the promises of God. God says, God has written a, written a check on that. It's paid in full, praise God. It is paid in full. Your debts are paid in full in Christ Jesus because of the promises of God. They will endure through all your tomorrows. And I hope that you remember that. If you don't remember anything else, Remember that the true faith, true faith is anchored in the promises of God. I thank you for being patient with me.